We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hold on one sec, bro. I got to brush oh, you your daughter's hair. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> hey, we, we definitely got to roll on this because we got a little hair love. The real with, life. <laughs> and real life hair love right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you don't know nothing about this uh, hat. Popcorn ready with T.O. and Hatch. We are in the building. We got a special guest, Hatch. Yes, sir. I'm just going to call you Hatch and I'll call him Matthew because I think it's only right and appropriate because I feel like his accolades really outweigh any of your accolades. When you have someone coming (laughs) on here uh, as an Oscar winner, then your name takes takes a back seat. So, So, okay. So, so today I'm Hatch. Yes. And I'm going to address him as Matthew Cherry. Okay, so 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 who are you winner. today? So are you do I get to demote your name today as well? Cuz you're you're demote. just I mean, is Hall of Famer, <laughs> Oscar award winner and then it's just me, little old Hatch. Hey, there's no way you can Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast with just Hatching <laughs> to y'all. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Matthew Cherry today, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, as I said earlier, I don't know much about the guy, um, but I'm looking forward to, to chopping it up with him. Um, obviously, the only thing you guys share is the first two names, uh, the first person <laughs> name, and that, that's about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to, to talking to, uh, man, a football player, fellow football player, now yeah. uh, movie, I mean, in a sense, to me, it's a movie star. I mean, you win an Oscar winner, bro. That just that, that, yeah. that takes you through the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. He's on the other side. Uh, again, like I said, he started back in 2004. I was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he was a rookie on Jacksonville. And he came in, like I said, played on practice squad. I think he had uh, maybe played with three or four other teams and then, um, you know, took a, a little detour on his future, um, kind of tried to figure it out, and then he went on to become – I'm a director, producer in the entertainment business. But now that you say, like I said, when you win an Oscar, yeah, you're not just in the entertainment business. You're one of the top names ever to be in the entertainment business. So, yeah, he's a rock star right now because in 2020, he won the Oscar um, for the um, for Hair Love. And that kind of puts him on a whole different planet. So, yep, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, my boy, Matthew Cherry on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. 
Subscribe Absolutely. on the Himalayas. I know, what I, I know what name I'm throwing out if I go into some, to, to some meetings. Oh, yeah, yeah, my boy Matthew Cherry. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I know him. I know Matthew Cherry. Yeah, and don't get it twisted. I didn't say Matthew Hatchett. I will if you say it. my name, they Matthew definitely go give you the. They go give you the job. You say my they name. They might close the doors on me. I say Matthew Hatchett. <laughs> like, no, 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 don't get it twisted. Matthew say, Cherry. Matthew say, A. Cherry. They be like, who's yeah. next? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, no doubt. And when you see us posting on all our social media platforms, especially IG, don't forget to subscribe, swipe, and share. Because as we say on here, sharing, sharing is caring. caring. No doubt. And also, obviously, we, we release uh, the audio version every Tuesday um, both of, uh, on both of our uh, social media uh, Instagram accounts. But you can also see the video version uh, of these uh, podcasts on my YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com uh, slash Terrell Lawrence. So uh, definitely keep locking in, keep tuning in, and uh, let us know what you think about the show. We're, we're newbies in this thing. We're trying to find our way. Uh, we feel like we got some uh, some great guests coming in on the show. We're trying to you know come up with new content, but we're trying to keep everybody informed. We're keeping ourselves informed, so uh, keep tuning in. We appreciate everybody that's uh, tuning in, been tuning in so far. Definitely stay locked. Get your popcorn ready with T.O. and Hatch. Coming up, our boy Oscar Award-winning Matthew Cherry. Yeet! Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yep, yep. This is T.O. in the building. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready. There you Once go. again, we got a very special guest. Uh, all of us have played wide receiver. Uh, Hatch, Pros I don't really know that. much about Matthew Cherry, so I'll let you do this sort of the extended intro as far as uh, introducing this guy. But uh, I'm going to be educated a little bit uh, on this podcast about this guy right here. So I'll, I'll turn it over to you. You know what? We, we, Matthew, we, so we, that's that's right. We both the real Matthew because you don't know anything about nothing. So we go educate you a little bit on football. And we go educate you a little bit on the entertainment business because you don't know what you're doing in both. Because, you know, we've no. had athletes on the show, we've had Olympians, we've had comedians, but today we have the Academy Award-winning director-producer from Hair Love, Matthew Terry, is in the building. What's up, young fella? What's going on, y'all? How you doing? Oh, man, you know, we're just uh, trying to live this little uh, COVID life, stay, you know, stay safe, stay out the streets. That's about it, man. What you been doing during the downtime? Man, just uh, really busy, man. Just uh, trying to get these projects yeah. off the ground, and um, yeah. man, it's just uh, it's uh, in a lot of ways, it's the best of times, and it's obviously the worst of times for a lot of people. So, you Absolutely. know, trying to stay humble, stay working. Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna tell you, let's even set the stage for you guys a little bit. So, me and Matthew Cherry played for the Jacksonville Jaguars together back in 2004. Yep. Um, again, he was, I was a, a kind of a wily vet, and he was the young, <laughs> snotty nosed rookie that came in. Um, but again. Taking us back to 2004, I remember I got cut that season. I think you got cut that season. But as you know, we kind of talk on this show, we talk a lot about transition. Uh, so yep. kind of tell us like, what happened after 2004. Where'd you go after that? And then how'd you make kind of half the transition to go into the entertainment business? Yeah, man. You know, I uh, signed as an undrafted free agent in 04 with Jacksonville, coming from the University of Akron. You know, mm -hmm. you know, Jacksonville at the time had some, you know, it was pretty deep. You know, yeah. on, on a receiver pool and, um, you know, Jimmy Smith was still doing his thing. And, um, you know, after I got cut during camp, got assigned to the practice squad, was there most of the season, 
uh, ended up signing an active roster with the Bengals, and they were even more stacked. Uh, mm. <laughs> ended up getting relieved. <laughs> yeah. Bounced around, uh, did a brief stint in Canada, wasn't really feeling it, came back, uh, did a stint in uh, NFL Europe with uh, Carolina, uh, ended up getting cut because a lineman got hurt. <laughs> you know how that yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I uh, was really just ready to give it up and uh, try to move to LA and New York and get in, into entertainment. And um, I got like that last call that, you know, oftentimes guys get where it's like, hey, you know, training camp coming up. Uh, you know, one last what do you do? Yeah. Do you take one, one last shot or are you moving on mentally? Yeah. 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 And I, you know, and I tried it, you know, worked out for the Patriots, didn't work out and ended up signing with the Ravens, uh, during training camp and then ended up getting released again. And I was just kind of like, all right, you know, I lived in mad countries and cities in a three year span. I'm just kind of ready to get into my, you know, my transition. And then I ended up, um, hearing about this program called Streetlights, which was this, uh, production assistant training program in LA. And, you know, I'd, I'd never been to L.A. I didn't have any connects out there. And it was really my, my end to try to get into the industry. And, you know, I, I majored in radio TV broadcast. I was always interested in film, you know, even when I was playing. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to just take this shot, you know, and try to get my mm-hmm. foot in the door on the ground up. You know, moved to L.A. in 07. Um, mm-hmm. on shows like Girlfriends and uh, Heroes, big show mm-hmm. on NBC. And um, started directing music videos and just trying to work my way up, man. And, you know, it's just been a journey, you know. What was your first uh, uh, music video you directed? Who put, who uh, put you in one, the game? <laughs> the, the first one, you know, I, you know, I don't know how much time we got, but I could tell that story how I broke in. But I, Yeah, um, tell it. Absolutely. That's what we're okay. here for, brother. For all sure. this, all, for, for all this, all this happened was, was going on in like 2004. Yeah, yeah. I signed with uh, Jacksonville in 04, played three years, and then uh, L.A. came in 07. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was getting ready for the Super Bowl around that time. Yo, yeah, so Super Bowl actually, 39. Actually, the Eagles played yeah. in, in the Super Bowl in Jacksonville. In, in Jacksonville. Yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, you know, just, you know, threw a little nugget out there. For hey, no, nobody, no, John, you know what I'm saying? Try to, hey, nobody cared about your little nine, your little nine catches yeah. for 130. Tell them, Terry, nobody care about all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was, uh, to be exact, it was nine for one twenty-two. Hey, hey, hey! But who's counting, carry right, on, T? Matthew, carry but who's on. but who's counting? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Who's counting? So, Matthew, carry on, carry on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, no, man. You know, for me, like, you know, I was a production assistant, you know, for a whole year, and you know, was digging that, seeing that it really wasn't as diverse as it could have been. You know, I got lucky mm-hmm. working on a black show, Girlfriends, with Mara Brock Kill. Uh, but then when I went on the NBC series Heroes, you know, really one of the few black faces on it. And, um, you know, that was kind of more representative of what production was in general and kind of still is. And for me, um, this particular show that I was on Heroes, uh, the creator of the show, Tim Kring, he was a big fan of The Wire. And he had ended up hiring like two or three mm. directors from that show to do an episode. And this was kind of before this whole wave of inclusion that we're seeing now. And so it was Seath Man, it was Anthony Hemingway, and this other director, Eric mm. Lanneville. And that was my first time really seeing black directors like in a chance to like do these really huge like superhero sh- type shows that, mm-hmm. you know, were from white creators and, you know, typically weren't very diverse in their hiring. And that just was so inspiring. You know, I, I found myself every time they were directing, I'm a little closer to Video Village than I would be for other directors. There you go. You know, trying to kind of learn and kind of see how they were getting down. And, um, you know, long story short, I ended up basically because I was the last PA hired on that show. I went to all the department heads and was like, yo, I'm like really trying to get into directing. You know, I noticed like we have all this equipment kind of laying around the set. We sat on the mm-hmm. set, set Gower lot. 
And I was like, you know, basically I went to them and asked them if they'd be cool with me borrowing some equipment, you know, if I could put up a shoot, you know, on the weekends. I mean, long story short, man, you know, they, they were really cool. You know, they let me borrow some equipment, you know, on the low. You know, if I got caught, it was on me. You know, I had to take my yep. shot. And um, basically, I uh, MySpace was the popular social media network at the time. Wow, MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And I, oh, uh, what, oh, what I did was um, I ended up subscribing to like Billboard magazine and every, and YouTube was pretty new at the time too. And anytime a new artist would chart, I would just go on YouTube, check and see if they had a video. And if they didn't, I'd, I basically, during my off time on the show, I would write a treatment a day in the trailer mm. Uh, mm. during lunch. And I would send the treatment to the artist that I saw on Billboard that didn't have a video. And I'd be like, look, my name is Matthew Cherry. You ever heard of me? You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm reaching out kind of blindly, but, you know, I've heard the song. I, I got this dope idea for it. You know, I, I, if you can get to L.A., I'll shoot it for you for free, you know, essentially just to kind of get that foot in the door. And mm -hmm. you know, the only thing I ask is that, you know, if you dig it, you know, just pass the word and kind of help me get the next one. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, did that for like a whole year. Wasn't a lot of people uh, reaching out or responding. Cause you know, there were no verified accounts or anything. And, um, right. the first person that responded was this artist, uh, Terry Dexter, who, um, okay. was really popular kind of in the, in the mid to late nineties. Uh, um, she had the song, I noticed on her MySpace page, that was like a song with a montage of like Obama's like uh, inauguration, you know? So clearly oh, it was okay. like, clearly she wants a video, but she didn't have the actual components to it that, uh, you know, would make it official. And I, I reached out, we ended up collabing, you know, the, the second video was uh, same, same, it came the same way through MySpace, through Kindred the Family Soul. And um, they are the people that put me on with like all the Philly artists, like Jasmine Sullivan, um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Wow, Music Soul Child, like all these kind of neo soul artists. And uh, the third video that I did was uh, for the song uh, In Love With Another Man by Jasmine Sullivan. And that was the one that yeah. like went viral and kind of really got that me. That was the big one. Yeah. Is that is that one on is like is that one like get you the most YouTube hits now or is like is that a thing that you even go back and look at now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that at the time that one was the most for sure. Um, there, there are definitely a couple other ones that have come after that that ended up being a little bit more popular just because of who the artist was. But yeah, at the time, you know, it hit a million plus views like the first week, and wow. and she ended up getting a Grammy nomination for the song too. Mm -hmm. yeah. That Jasmine Sullivan go hard, boy. I got that uh, that song "Love by You." Yeah. <laughs> what what you hard. know about "Love by You," man? I'm just telling you. Hey, Matthew, nobody asking you. That's your boy. Already. Okay, so 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 let me take let me go back to the NFL a little bit. So during the process of you. I want to talk, talk about the transition even more, like getting yep. cut, like, you know, did that light a fire under you to do something bigger after the NFL? Because as you know, like I said, you know, The Rock, he has the same type of story. Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews, like they had the same type of story. Like when I got cut from the NFL, I knew I was going to do something bigger. Yeah. So did that kind of gear you towards to just entertainment or you kind of, in, did you fall in like, I'm searching for anything in life type of moment? No, man. Right. Was there like a, yeah, was there a down, like a down period where you were trying to search, you know, as you were saying, it was a, a down period where you was kind of trying to figure everything out. Oh, man, for sure, man. I mean, you know, you guys know, man, it's like when you make it to the league, you know, it's like it's such a rare group of individuals that get that honor, you know, and you have to be mm -hmm. so good in college to even get to that level. And then like when you get there and, you know, it happens to everybody, you know, whenever you your time comes and you do end up getting cut, 
you know, it really messes with your with your self-esteem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, and in my situation, you know, I really felt like a lot of it, you know, a lot of it, too, is like political. It's like how you come into the league. Like, yeah, you may be on the wrong team and they got like X amount of people here. And, you know, now they need another, you know, alignment. Yep. And it ain't even really got anything to do with you. And so, you know, for me, I just I always knew that I was good enough. But. I knew being an undrafted free agent, a lot of things outside of my control was going to have to happen for me to stick mm-hmm. and stay. And, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it didn't happen for me. And, you know, but I always was interested in entertainment. You know, I I, I remember when I got cut that first time because we had Hard Knocks filming. I don't know if you remember that. In I do. I, I, I do. I, I remember the walk <laughs> to, um, to, uh, to the general manager's office and the camera yep. was following me and I wanted to turn around and punch him in the face. Exactly. I remember that. Oh, you got cut on camera? Hat? I got caught oh, on wow. camera and I was hot, but I was trying to play it off. Oh, you know, wow. we'd just sit there and smile and say, thank you. Oh, that's not what I wanted to say, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, man, that sucks. You're a loser. Wow. <laughs> you're, kind of a, you're kind of a bully. You're kind of a bully, T. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, T, T, did you ever get cut, T? Did you ever get cut from a team? Did you ever get cut? Nope. Okay, so this is this is the equivalent. Yeah, so this is the equivalent to so me and me and Cherry know how it is to get cut. So it feels like when Andy Reid called you and said, "Don't come back to the facilities," it was the same thing. So shut your butt up. Nah, nah. I was just a, I was on a paid administrative leave. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Until but, uh, further notice. Right. Until further notice. So. But but yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Cherry, go ahead, get no, back no. in it, because again, it's because that 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 trend, that moment, again, the feeling of um, you know no identity, yeah. not sure what you know my next move is. Of course, ninety nine point nine percent of the all professional athletes go through that, not just football yeah. players. Yeah, no, man. I mean, you know, for me, it was just one of those things. Like, luckily, you know, I studied radio, TV broadcasts and media production in, in college. You know, I, I was always into it. You know, for me, it just uh, kind of fueled that fire where it was just like, I, right, you know, I'm gonna try this out for a couple of years. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try to get to the average that that three year span. If I didn't feel like I could really stick and stay, you know, I was going to give it up. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful for that process, though. You know, it really... Yeah shows you what it's like about competing on the highest level and, and, and how political sometimes things can be. You know, you could be a, a great player, but, you know, if the chemistry doesn't work out or things are kind of bigger than you, you know, sometimes they don't work out and sometimes it's your fault, sometimes it isn't. And uh, all that stuff, you know, ties in directly to the entertainment business. Right. And again, because, you know, like I said, T, we talk about this a lot. Like I said, we've had Strahan on here. Like we had a lot of other small school Marcella, players. Why? Right. Yep. Um, so, so again, small school, like I said, not going to Ohio State, Alabama. It kind of puts us in a box of, you know what, we, we still don't care. We're going to compete right. with the best of the best. And we feel like we have to work harder because we're coming from, you know, yep. a lower totem pole. How does that translate now to the entertainment industry because we know that's the exact same thing again if your uncle wasn't Spielberg or Michael Mann or Michael Bay you you have a tough you know a tough road ahead of you here in this industry when you don't have that that uncle or cousin behind you you know showing you in for a project or for two 
Yeah, man. You know, for me, it was just like, just like the league, man, it's just all about hard work. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I remember like trying to train for the combine and it's like, you know, if your 40 time is in a certain way, you know, you can mm-hmm. work on your form, you can work on your technique and you can get right. And I think it's a similar thing with the, with entertainment. You know, for me, I started like re- literally at the lowest level as a production assistant mm-hmm. and just being on set and learning and kind of seeing what people were doing right, seeing what people were doing wrong and just, uh, you know, just put in my time, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I always feel like in any field, like, you know, you need to get those 10,000 hours, you know, so that you become an expert yeah. kind of in that field. And, you know, that's what I did just uh, learning and making mistakes along the way. And, you know, eventually you get to a point where you feel really confident in yourself that you, um, you know, can take it to the next level. And, you know, that's what happened with me in entertainment. Wow. Who, who is your mentor in the business? Like who do you, who you feel like you learned the most from and kind of you, you oh, lean man. on? Man, totally I've had well. some great people, uh, man, like uh, Ava DuVernay uh, was, was awesome. the person who I came on. You know, I, I kind of came into her like really early in her uh, transition from she used to be a publicist and she transitioned into being being a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And I met her like right when she put out her first movie, like right before it came out. And uh, she's been amazing. Uh, Jordan Peele is somebody who I worked for a couple of years, mm-hmm. at the same time when I was doing Hair Love. And he's been so great. He gave me my first opportunity to direct an episode of TV. Uh, you know, I, I would say those two for sure are like kind of the biggest uh, mentors, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. And now again, so if you transition to 2020. Now everybody's looking at you like, <laughs> yo, this happened overnight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And of course, you know, this is a, you know, what, 12, 13 year process. Yeah. And now that they're looking at you with these type of same admirations, they say you look at, at, at looking, look at uh, Jordan Peele as. Like now they're looking at you. So what do you feel like your responsibility is to all the other upcoming filmmakers that you're coming into contact with now? Oh, man. You know, for me, it's just all about reaching back. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I wish that when I was coming up, you know, there were people that were like looking out for me kind of in the same way. You know, I think now like more and more people are being more conscious of like, all right, we got to like reach back and open the door for more people to come in kind of after us. You know, I think, um, you know, like in all businesses, like I think sometimes people think like I'm the only person that could be here in the space at one time and I'm going to try to box everybody out. But, you know, the reality of it is, is that there's opportunities for everybody. And, you know, there's so many talented people out there that deserve to get their stories told. And, um, you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit of an encouragement or allowing access and being like, yo, you want to come and hang out on set a little bit and kind of see how this goes down or, you know, just Mm -hmm. whatever you can do to try to um, open up that door, you know, I think is really crucial. And that's really what I've been on. Yeah. Yeah, So what, uh, what goes, I know you've directed a number of things. So uh, you mentioned storytelling, what goes into the storytelling or what motivates you or what inspires you uh, as far as a, a direction of your directing? Um, I know you've directed episodes of The Red Line, The Last OG, uh, Mixics, uh, yeah. and a lot of that. Speaking Black. of where we are today as, as a country, you, you've, uh, you've directed these things dealing with racial uh, yeah. police shootings, educating Black children about encounters with the cops. And uh, how important is it to have entertainment and a person like yourself being a black man yeah. addressing uh, some of these issues from a, yeah, from a, from a black person's or black man point of view? Man, it's, it's so important, man. I mean, you know, sometimes like, you know, even as recent as I would say 10 years ago, like, you know, a lot of us weren't given the opportunity to be on these sets and to tell these stories. And, 
you know, I think what you're seeing now is that the more of us that get in the door, you're seeing a little bit more authenticity kind of coming from that because we're able to like better call out, you know, when, when, the, when the BS is there and also like when it's authentic. And also, I think it's a, also on a, a level of comfort for the actors because a lot of times like, you know, they're telling these very black stories and if they don't have people that look like them that are giving them the direction and kind of making sure that they're not taking it too far or it's not looking or, or if it's looking too like clownish or cartoonish or whatever, you know, I think that's yeah. the biggest job for directors just to make sure that you're having the actors back and making sure that they feel comfortable kind of in the work of the doing. And, um, yeah, you know, for me, that's, that's, I, I take great pride in that. And, um, I've been lucky to work with people like Tika Sumter, Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, um, you know, and, and great actors like that who are so talented, but, you know, everybody wants a little bit of direction and kind of making sure that they're on point, you know? Yeah, because as a director, you kind of toe that fine line of, you know, being the being the actor's friend, the yep. actor's <laughs> psychologist, psychiatrist, yep. all that. 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 So it's like when you when you're going to end up working with some 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 bigger, you know, white prominent females, pretty much even even males, and they have to play that racist um, character. You know, it was no. like that. That'd probably be the I think the hardest your job will ever get. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to kind of coach somebody to be a racist, even though right. they're white. Right. But you have to have them be a racist. You know, right. I mean, I'm sure there, there might not be nothing in your pipeline for that. But wouldn't that kind of be like that story? Would probably be the hardest that you're that you could probably get as far as you know trying to create a character. Yeah, man. You know, I think it's all. The, the thing about that I found about directing is like, it's all about just everything being rooted in like truth. And, you know, everybody doesn't see themselves as a villain in their story, you know? And I think as long as you're able to like ground different things and have different anchors, you know, any, any performance can come across as authentic, even that of a racist. You know, I was, I was an executive producer on Black Klansman uh, with Spike Lee and, you know, mm -hmm. man, just seeing him uh, <laughs> work on set and, you know, literally just like, coaxing these people into like go go further go further yeah you know? that's a good Not example real enough, you yeah. know um you know it, it, it's necessary work man because he was trying to really shine a light on the clan and like how they get down and you know these actors they know that this is a character that i'm playing and you know sometimes they feel a little self-conscious about it but mm -hmm. you know when you're an actor sometimes you gotta do the dirty work you know yeah, yeah. And some of these guys probably they probably not even acting. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of the guys, they well. not acting like they're acting, but they really not. <laughs> really not. Really not. Really not. You know, I, I think I, mean, it's, I, I yeah, uh, different world. I know you talked about, yeah, yeah. I know you talked about I get uh, I heard you earlier you were talking to Hash about uh you mentioned something about you know superheroes, uh movies and things of that nature. Yeah. Um do you, what do you have in the pipeline? I guess Marvel comic uh Oh yeah, you know, on the horizon because, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna shoot my shot because I have the body of of, of a superhero. No, uh, no, nobody's trying to hear all that, man. You on the, you on the phone with hey, two all, other dudes. We don't want to hear about your body. Matthew Cherry, hey, this is Matthew <laughs> Cherry, not Matthew Hatchet. There's a difference here for the people that are listening. I am addressing Matthew Cherry, Matthew A. Cherry, at that, not Matthew Hatchett right now. So yeah, so now if you need Matthew, if you need to, I am uh, DB me. You can do that. Um, gotcha, I, I, I I I've done some acting, just as you know, my 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 acting skills may not be 
or acting roles may not be as extensive as had, you know, producing career and things of that nature. But, you know, you, you do have some talented guys here on this podcast. So, again, like I said, I can start at the bottom, you know, if you want to put me at the bottom <laughs> of the totem pole and let me allow me to work my way up. But I do have some acting skills, some acting ability. So if you have any roles, please. No, he, I got, you know, I got one for you. Consider, T. consider I, me. I got one for you, T. So we go put you. No, on the I'm spot. not listening to no, you. I got, no, I got, I got you. I got you. So, T, no. so, so, Cherry, if we were <laughs> gonna we go. do, if we were gonna do the T.O. Life movie, who would okay. you have play T.O.? Ooh, oh man. If we would go do the lot. We're gonna take his career, and he was gonna be a superstar athlete. Let's say he goes through some ups and downs, and you know, goes on to the Hall of Fame career. You know, tell his story with some ups and downs in there. But who would you have as a character playing T.O.? Man, we we'll put a, you on the spot right now. We gonna put you. We put you on the spot, Sherry. You know, that's a hard one to think off the top of the head. I mean, because he looked like an alien. You know what I'm saying? So no, I, can play, hey, I, can, I, can, I can always play myself too. So you know, I am a character, <laughs> and, and obviously, like I said, I, I'm, I'm gonna talk while you while you think while you ponder. Uh, okay, while you cast <laughs> in, uh, in your thoughts. Gotcha, uh, so gotcha. you can't. I mean. You look at my career again. Honestly, you said I, I, I admire that you took these courses. You said radio, broadcast, media, all this stuff in college. I, me personally, I had no idea that I honestly to be any idea that I would have become the player that I did on the football field and obviously Hall of Famer, and, and now here with Hatch, you know, hosting uh, a podcast. Um, but we think about entertainment. You know, I think, like I said, that's something like people. I guess probably mid. What did, I guess. My eighth, and my, my I guess what the seventh or eighth year of my career, I had people from um, really from from um, from from management, uh, our PR department. You know, as they saw me grow from like a rookie, now I'm in like year eight going to year nine, and I I'm, I'm with the I'm with the Philadelphia Eagles. But everybody started to see my growth as far as you know my maturation process for us. You know how it was my rookie year. You know being in front of the camera. And then when I got to the Cowboys and probably like, I think uh, around like year 10 or 11, um, you know, I had a, a, a Calvin Hill, Grant Hill's dad. Uh, he was yep. working with uh, the staff there. And so um, he had followed my career, you know, up until this point. And he he had come up to me. And he had been following things that I had been doing and watching you know, how I was with the camera. And he basically said, because, man, you, one day you, you you could have a career on camera. He goes, man, your camera presence is, is nice. He's like, you know, y'all to, uh, to explore. So I've done a few things here and there um, where I've, uh, like I said, you know, I guess attempted, you know, uh, taking my stab at, at acting and things of that nature. And, and from the directors, you know, talking yep. to a lot of people when I've gone on set, getting that feedback, you know, like I said, I don't claim to be an, uh, I, 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 I guess, and I definitely not an A-lister, but my experience on set, it was a little awkward because like I said, now I'm stepping into a different role, different realm than I'm used to. But mm -hmm. that confidence as a football player and things that I, I learned through football, it kind of helped me being on camera, yeah. being on set and just having that confidence. And then just taking direction was something that I kept hearing uh, from the PAs, from from the directors, like man, you take direction very well. If I was doing something not well enough, or I needed to take it up a notch, or take it down a notch, those are some of the things. He break. You think he, he froze on yours? On yours too, Cherry? Yeah. yeah. I saw foresaw myself doing, but uh, acting is is it's a it's a different ball of wax, especially yeah. trying to 
bring a character to life. Yeah. Have you worked with any other athletes, Sherry, during the process so far? Yeah, man, I always try to, uh, you know, especially in my movies, man, I always try to get at least one athlete in there. Um, you know, I worked nice. with Doris Moss on my first film, uh, The Last Yeah, film. we, nice. I worked, yeah, I worked with uh, Thomas uh, Jones, uh, running back for the Bears and the Jets um, on my mm-hmm. second movie, Nine Rides. Um, but, you know, there's there's so many, I mean, there's so many great football players that are, like, getting into acting now. And, and the thing that I notice is, like, and I'm sure, you know, T.O. And, and, and Hatch, you both can relate to this. It's like, for whatever reason, when athletes try to transition into something that's outside of sports, a lot of times it's like looked at a certain way. Like people yeah, kind of yeah. already are like judging, mm-hmm. and like not giving you the benefit yep. of the doubt. And like yep. in my experience, what I've seen with so so many guys that have moved to LA and are pursuing acting is like these are some of the most hardest working dudes that I've yes. ever seen. You know what I mean? And like you know, and, and a lot of times like they put that same effort and and hard work and work ethic that they had being an athlete into the work of whatever their new craft is. And yeah, I don't know, man, sure. it's just weird to me that people don't give athletes the benefit of the doubt. Benefit because of the like, doubt. If you can work hard in that field, of course yeah. you'll work hard in this field too. So <laughs> Because right. it's like, I, I hate that perception because for example, in training camp, you guys know we would get a, a playbook like this, right? right? And we have <laughs> that thing memorized in two or three days, right? But they're going to give us a script and they're going to look at us like, we're not going to study it. And I'm like, I'm going to have this script down in the next 24 hours. Right, but again, right. the, the perception right. is, oh, he's just going to, you know, look, you know, I'm going to look at it. He's not going to be prepared tomorrow. Like, yeah, the yeah. athletes are going to be the probably overprepared, especially because yeah. we don't know, you know, the landscape of this business. So, yeah, I kind of ran into that a little bit a, a while back as well. But again, it's, it's that perception, not only in the entertainment, but I think it's that perception across the board as far as even getting into your coaching and scouting in, in professional sports, right. Um, in the business world as well. I'm sure a lot of the retired and ex athletes are going through the same thing, but I mean, people out there, they have to understand, like we're going to probably be overprepared and overqualified for that job. So you guys need to give these athletes, you know, a little, a little bit of, you know, a better chance. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it too, is that, you know, now we're entering into their arena, um, and, and now they feel like, okay, well, you haven't had the experience, enough experience. Uh, you don't, you don't have enough hours under your belt to right. again to transition into where these seasoned actors are. But again, as you said, Matthew Cherry, um, you know, we work hard. <laughs> uh, we know what what it takes, uh, what that entails, um, to, in order to complete the task, get the job done. And again, like I said, yeah, we may be starting. You know, kind of, you know, not with the experience that these uh, the years of experience that some of these actors have. But that doesn't mean that we can't act. And, and if, as, as we all know, there's a number of great actors and actresses, you know, in Hollywood. And it's not about what you know, it's who you know. Um, there's a lot of great actors right. out there that can probably yeah. act just as good, if not better, than some of the people on the main, uh, on the big screen. Um, but again, it's, it's one of those have to pay your dues in a sense. But I don't think it should be that way. Um, again, if you find somebody that can, you know, obviously bring a character to life and and they can, you know, bring, you know, obviously bring your 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 project to fruition, then why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right here on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast here with Matthew Cherry, Oscar award-winning mm-hmm. Matthew Cherry. So let's let's go back to that uh, to the the reason you won the Oscar, right? For Hair Love. Where'd this whole idea come and how this whole process go when when that project came about? Man, you know, for me, hair love was like, 
animation is something I've always been interested in, um, even though I'm like not the best at drawing. You know, I, I know animation is kind of a medium as opposed to like a skill set necessarily. Mm. And um, I don't know, for me, I noticed a lot of young black kids not having a lot of characters that they could look up to in, in cartoons and a lot of times in, in the movies at the time. You know, mind you, this is 2017. So this is before Into the Spider-Verse. This is before Coco. This is before mm -hmm. Moana. Um, and, you know, it just, it, it's, it was dire. You know, at the time, there was only three movies in a hundred year history of film wow. that featured black characters in lead roles. It was Princess wow. and the Frog. It was, uh, it was Princess and the Frog. It was Bebe's Kids. And it was uh, this movie Home uh, from DreamWorks that starred yeah. Rihanna. And, you know, media is so powerful. It, 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 these ki young kids are so impressionable. And when you see these images of like, only a certain type of black woman being portrayed in the media, only cer certain types of black men, you know, so often fa black fathers get such a bad rap in, in film and TV. Like they're always depicting us as deadbeats and not present and, you know, all abusive and all these other crazy. Right. And, you know, hair love just felt like a really great opportunity to like showcase a young black girl who has this really big hair, who loves mm -hmm. her hair. And also her father who, you know, is willing to do whatever it takes to try to, make sure that she's happy. And then you see kind of towards the end of the film, the, the greater reason why they both uh, went on this journey. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of trying to showcase a black family in animation was really the biggest goal and just to try to normalize black hair, you know? Right, right. Now that yeah, has also, I, go ahead T. Yeah. No, I was just saying too, even, you know, obviously you're talking about these black roles in black movies. Um, I, I think, uh, I think Hollywood has done, uh, I think with this whole black, Lives Matter uh, movement too. Obviously, it's shifting and it's affecting a lot of things uh, in mm -hmm. in America and in our country. But in Hollywood, I think what I think what is so unique, which is will bring about more opportunities for more you know black actors and actresses, is that you know they have these characters now, these uh, animation that these black characters have to be cast by African American. Yep. Uh, People, so People, I yeah. think that's that that's awesome. Especially doing a lot of the voiceovers and things of that nature. Yep. I think that's going to bring about, like I said, more of uh, people of color, you know, black and brown uh, to the big screen or what have you, or just, you know, just op job opportunities. Yeah, for sure. And now Hair Love, it's not so that, but the short film, it's not stopping there. Aren't you guys going to do something and taking off from there as well? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next? Yeah, we're turning it into a TV series. So um, HBO Max picked it up uh, this new streaming platform under Warner Brothers. And yeah. so uh, we're doing a 12 episode season um, with them and uh, awesome. you know, we're gonna have to cast it up. And, and, and we're in, right now we're in the middle of writing it. That, that was the call that I was on before I had to hop on here, just trying to uh, okay. lock down some There you things. go. Yeah, man, it's gonna be great. How, how can I get? How, how can I get on the get on the cast in this, man? You got you got you got some spots. You got some roles. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to, you know. Yeah, if you if you show. get rid of your face, <laughs> hey, that's cool too. That's you got to start somewhere. You see how I turn that negative to a positive, Matthew Cherry? I see, I you know see it. Mean? See that's it. that's what I do. You know what I mean? It's it's constant hate, you know, from this guy right here. You know what I mean? But it's it's all good. So listen, everybody, listen. Welcome to get your popcorn ready. We got it popping. You know? We really got it popping. We got the real Matthew Cherry on this bit on this piece. <laughs> the real deal. Yeah, no, man. We, we're we're real early in the process, so still trying to uh, write out some of the episodes. But uh, we should be casting hopefully later in the year, and um, you know, definitely keep you in the loop. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, you yeah, want to you want to kind of stick into you want to stick with TV or you want to get into movies? You want to do the yeah. Pixar Disney films? Or you want to do it all? What's your what's your goals for you? Know, like say you're directing and producing. Dude, man, it's a little bit of everything, man. Me, I would like anything. No, not you. Not, oh, you. not you. Yeah, you no, we're not talking to you. You will oh, be oh, in the my, back. My, oh, my, you will... my bad. Oh, my, I'm sorry. I thought I was again. I thought you were asking me. No, <laughs> man. My apologies. <laughs> See what I got to deal with, Cherry. See what I got to deal with, dog. Man, this guy. <laughs> no, no, man. It's a little bit of everything, man. You know, I've been lucky enough in my career to be able to like do a little bit of everything. You know, music videos, live action movies, uh, television directing, animation now, and um, you know, luckily enough, you know, a lot of those same opportunities are still being presented. So, mm-hmm. you know, in a perfect world, you know, I'll be doing an animated feature. You know, I, I booked the live action feature called The Come Up. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, start shooting. God, who knows when, you know, with this yeah. whole thing, but yeah. hopefully sometime later next year uh, with Jermaine Fowler and Lil Rel um, and the Lucas Brothers. Uh, it's kind of like a comedy heist film uh, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. And, um, you know, got, got some animation stuff in the works, too. So, you know, it's just a little bit of everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, in this business, it's like, you know how these are saying football, right? The more you can do, the longer you stick around. It's exactly. so real because again, you could be you could be directing this project, producing this project, yeah. writing on this project. Yep. So I like just I want the audience to understand, like I said, if you're really engulfed in the business, like you're gonna have to do more than just one thing. And yep. you have to be ready to pivot at, at, at any time. Because again, it's like, yeah, I produce movies, I've done some acting. I've never directed anything, but I do want to direct, you know, one day. That would be great. Um, but you know, you gotta hang on set, man. You gotta come hang on set with me one time. I gotta watch you. I gotta watch you get down. You (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I gotta watch you get down, man. That's the goal. Hey, man, while we're talking about uh, just transitioning, and and I I just I just happen to just think about like who who is probably the your most proud individual of your of the of your accomplishments because I, I can't imagine like I said I don't know anything about your mom or dad or anything if they're together or not together or if it's just your mom yeah. or just your dad but I can only imagine you know how proud they are to honestly see their see their son I guess fulfill somewhat of their their high high school or their kid dream of playing football and now here you mm-hmm. are Oscar winner you know you're on TV you're doing all these things behind the scenes you know who who is like your most proud you know individual or family member. Oh, man, you know, definitely my family, man. You know, bo- both of my parents uh, passed away, but, uh, you know, oh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, but my, uh, you know, my sister, she, she's really, really big in my life. And, um, you know, my fiance, she, she's, she's everything. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really cool, you know, I got a really good support system, man. You know, mm-hmm. as you guys know, your team is so important. Yeah. You know, the people that kind of help make, uh, make the, the, the wheels turn kind of behind the scenes. And, um, yeah. you know, I got, a, I got a really great, strong team, you know. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's man, very important. Out. Very important yeah, in this yeah. business, you know, to have yeah, your yeah. good friends, good family, and because you know, as this business, and even especially within sports, you're always saying, "Well, I'm going to go do this," but the goal is so big, people rarely believe you. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, they don't believe you. You know, and it's like, <laughs> unfortunately, like you just have to keep going. You got to keep plugging away. You got to yeah. keep. I'm going to the league. I'm going to the league. I'm going to Oscar one day. You got to keep telling yourself that. Everybody who yep. doesn't believe that, you got to get them off your boat, you know, because yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll help sink your ship if you don't get them off your boat. Bro, bro, it's yeah, so man. crazy. It's so crazy, man. Like, so back in 2016, I watched the Oscars and like, I had never really thought about it before. Like, oh man, I'm gonna win an Oscar or anything like that. 
but I remember watching the Oscars in 2016 and I paid attention to the whole show. And normally, you know, you just watch for best actor, best director, best film. And mm -hmm. I watched everything. And I, I remember seeing like best editing, best sound mixing, you know, best documentary short, like all these categories that so often we just totally ignore. Yeah. And I remember watching animated short and being like, and then I having this idea. And I remember I called my manager like literally that, that same night. And I was like, yo, I was like, I got an idea. And I was like, if we do it right, I think we can win an Oscar. And I said this back in 2016. Awesome. And oh, like wow. the fact that like we actually were able to make it happen is just the craziest thing, man. It's just like you gotta yeah, believe, man. man. You gotta believe. That, yeah, that that yeah, definitely, definitely. That's awesome. And again, like I said, on behalf of myself, myself and Hashman, I'm sorry for your losses, but again, the, the people that that I'm sure have inspired you. You're talking about your sister, your fiance. Obviously, that's uh, everyday motivation, man. And just, I mean, just hearing that story, you know, obviously, listen, watching TV, and you never know how an individual can be inspired. And just by you watching that, and again, if, as you said, I've watched a bit of the Oscars too. And again, some of these smaller, you know, nominations, they kind of just go overlooked because we also we also look at the the big the big nominations, movie of, of the who, year, yeah, right, and things of that nature. <laughs> So they kind of go, kind of overlooked or what have you, or you kind of just go, do things around the house. You're eating, you're talking to friends, you're kind of entertaining. And then you hear that that big uh, uh, award coming up, nomination coming up, then you're paying attention. So, man, we appreciate, you know, what, what you're bringing, you know, to light for all the listeners here, uh, people that are hopefully motivated by Matthew Cherry's just uh, his aspirations, uh, his inspirations to be now again to go from football. You know, obviously this that, this kind of reminds me in a sense of what what Kobe has done. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and again, you look at what Kobe did being a basketball player. Then you know he gets it wins an Oscar. So again, yeah. this is this is huge, man. So it's definitely motivation not only for just you know just just athletes in general, but just people of color people, that, people that want to be inspired and have aspirations to again because you know how la is there, there's so many people that migrate to la that mm -hmm. wants to be on the big screen behind yes. the screen and then again they have so many obstacles so many uh like you know turns ups and downs that lead them either to their goals or away from their goals so man yeah. i appreciate what you've done, man, especially with uh, your continued effort and path and journey to, to be, to, man, Oscar winner, that's awesome. Oh, appreciate you, man. Seriously, that's okay. great. So I know we usually do a little top five segment, but today I'm gonna see if we can get three out of you because I know it's kind of right. a harder category. Um, so give us three of the, the top athletes turned entertainers or turned somewhere into the acting or directing who are, that used to be uh, you know, like an, an athlete could have been college because some of the guys just played college ball. Yeah. Oh, um, man, no, this is this, this an easy one, man. I mean, you got obviously you got The Rock. OK, um, yeah, The Rock got to be on the list for sure. You got the Rock, you yeah. got Strahan. OK, Stray, yeah. And up there. Um, yeah, man. yeah. It's it, it controversial as his name may seem. No, no, I, can't, I, I, I was going to try to think of somebody that ain't, ain't that name. You OJ? Oh, OJ. I mean, yeah, OJ. I mean, look, OJ, Kareem. Uh, That's what I'm saying. You got to think about some of these guys. Who are you, who are you thinking about, Sherry? Um, no, I, you know, I was trying to think of, uh, I was actually trying to think of uh, my man that was a writer on Ballers, uh, Rashard Mendenhall. Um, That's right. Like, he is deep in the biz. He yeah, is, he's yeah, a big he's time a writer out here. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many guys, man. I mean, when you really think about it, it's, uh, it's, it's really awesome to see, man, Cass being able to get that transition. But, uh, 
Yeah, you know, I was actually thinking about Terry, but you you brought up Terry OG. Cruz. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he. You know what? That's probably who should play T in the nah. T.O. movie. Uh, Done. Perfect. Not. Oh, that's perfect. Absolutely that's not. That's perfect. Y'all look alike. Y'all no, built no, alike. No, no. Y'all First of all, we're like, definitely both look like criminals. Definitely. I've been locked up for twenty five years. And been you're racist, dude. You're, you're racist. You're racist. You're racist. How am I racist, man? You're racist because you think that all black people look bald headed guys. Black no, guys just you like. and Terry. No, just bro, you and Terry. Nobody else. It's just you and Terry. No, you're racist, dude. And you got- <laughs> that is not right, Hatch. That is not right. Oh, that was Father's perfect. listeners, man. Man, I hope we don't lose. I hope we don't lose, lose subscribers listening at this BS that you just put in their ears right now. Nah, nah. You, you know, you know who I was singing for you, Terry. I mean, uh, uh, Terry was was. Um, I was thinking of the young dude that's on that show, All American, uh, Daniel Ezra, that played. Right, right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, we got to like, get his weight up, though. We got to get yeah, his weight yeah. up. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking he could play like a young version of you. Yeah, the young version. version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got that, yeah, he got that uh, hatch body right now. You got the hatch body, you know what I mean? That no definition, hilarious. no tolerance. Yeah, you know, the, the potential, wow. it's like the potential is there, the makeup is there, just not Alan, just hasn't right. really hey, developed yet. I stay, you know I, mean? I stay camera ready. I don't need no makeup. Nah, I don't know yeah, so I, I, Matthew Cherry, I would agree. He can play the younger version, like the high school, yeah. kind of high school to college. <laughs> Terrell, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I got oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's funny. But no, yo, so Cherry, <laughs> no, we appreciate you coming on. We know you got a busy schedule. You're making things. Uh, happening here in Hollywood. I said, appreciate you taking the time out to get to come on, get your popcorn ready today with me and T.O., brother. Nah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. This is, this is a great time, man. Uh, definitely going to check out some of the older episodes, too, and con- going to continue watching uh, moving forward, too, man. Y'all, y'all look great. There you oh, go. yeah, appreciate it. No doubt, man. And like I said, I'm for real, man. I shot my shot, man. So, you know, like I said. And, no and like you always do, you missed. Get no, off. That's, hey, <laughs> hey, that's how, hey, that's why we can't really, that's why we, as a black community, as a black, black people, we can't grow. Because of people like you, man. You are oh. a hater. That's we gotta funny. stick together, man. We gotta unify. <laughs> as much yeah, as you don't like me, you gotta uh, pretend like you like me. That's Hush. hilarious. You stupid. You gotta pretend. <laughs> you know what I mean? We gotta. We gotta be in all this thing together. Oh, you know man. what I mean? I, I like I liked you and about that about last night, man. Oh, I, 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 okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you see that hat? They hat. That's where it starts. Set right there. Little yeah. snippets, little small rows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotta build it up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go build your resume. Go. To, go <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm go doing. Go build your you resume. Yeah. Hey, like Tupac said, get your weight up, pay him back when you're bigger. Yeah. yeah. And also, I was in. Get I was in my dance with soccer mom too. Don't forget yep. that. Go check that out. Come no, on. Say, say that. Wait. Say that again. What was that one? Too? My I don't dance know. or soccer mom. I never heard of that one. That's. That I must, know been, you that that must, that must have been shot in Encino. I, just for everybody that's listening, including my host, my co-host with me, Matthew Hatchett, go IMDB me. Yep. Hey, yeah. Look, look this dysfunctional friends. Come on now. Come on, come here, come here, come here, come here. What, what am I on? Tell them what. Tell them what you saw. Tell, what, tell, tell them what daddy on. What am I on? My dad's a soccer mom. That's right. Yep. Yep. There you go. Good job, beautiful. Good job. <laughs> All right, Cherry. We appreciate you, brother, man. I love you, brother. I'll appreciate see you on, I'll see you on set, baby. I right, no doubt, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for All the right. time. All right. My man. For sure. Peace. Right. Peace.
Peace. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was that was a good show. My man, Matthew Cherry, Oscar Award winning Matthew Cherry, director, producer, writer here in the, in Los Angeles, and he has changed. Uh, hopefully, the perception uh, he is changing the perception is what athletes can do uh, in the in the entertainment business. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, so I guess obviously this this uh, kind of segues way into uh, our three and out segment, um, yep. where we kind of identify three uh, notable things throughout the interview um, that really kind of stuck out in our minds. Um, mm-hmm. What do you I think? think had, what's, I what's think your, number one for for me, I think it was uh, like I said in two thousand sixteen where he said, you know, he was physically watching the Oscars and he kind of recognized, you know, it's it's not just uh, male best actor, um, you know, um, and I'm sorry, male best performance and uh, movie of the year, you know, all those things. It's like a bunch of other categories. And then he called his, you know, his boy and like, yo, I think we can make something to win an Oscar. And then four years later, he actually goes out and wins the Oscar. That's right. Cool. Yeah, it was an uh, animation. It was animation, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep, yep, for animation, for hair love, of course. Yeah, yep. that's dope. That was one. Then the second one, I think I said, it's um, I, I it's a humbling experience because as you know, NFL, professional athletes, we don't humble ourselves well. But for him to leave the NFL, start as a PA in the business, which as you know, ladies and gentlemen, that's the bottom of the bottom. Like you're running and getting coffee and getting donuts for directors and you might be sweeping the, the set some days. And to, Yeah, and, 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 and actually in football, it's almost like a GA. Which is as like a G- a graduate, absolutely. Graduate absolutely. Assistant. So there's a lot of similarities uh, in those job, uh, absolutely. job titles. And to go from there to go all the way up, you know, to take those jobs over and over and over again and then finally catch a break and, you know, start doing some music videos and then work himself, work his way up to writing, directing uh, TV shows. And of course, now he won the Oscar. So, again, that's starting at the bottom when you are already at the pinnacle of being an NFL player. Right, recalibrated himself, starts at the bottom, then goes and wins the Oscar. Very impressive. Very impressive. No doubt. So. And what's the third one? And then the third remember. one, I think, um, the third one, again, I think that well, how he said the NFL and the entertainment is kind of the same grind, right? He kind of, okay. uh, you know, like I said, he got his breaks when um, he has some mentors in the business, like uh, Ava DuVernay, yep. uh, Jordan Peele, like that kind of gave him the information or the confidence to really kind of ch- start chasing his dream. A la, like again, if you're a, a coach on a, on a, you know, like you said, a GA on a football on a football staff, you're gonna need a head coach who's gonna have your back and start getting you recommendations and getting you interviews to, you know, become a, a position coach, then a coordinator, then a head coach. So again, that consistent grind that he says that's in the NFL is also in the entertainment business. Right. No. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And I think uh, obviously, I think obviously, when you get uh, to be an Oscar winner, I mean that puts you in an elite class of people. Absolutely. I mean, you're able to assess and you know, make calls and open doors, you know, obviously and he's in a position now as an Oscar winner to open doors for other people, uh, people like myself, you, 
um, if if you were able to act, um, things of that nature. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, when you when you're on that level, I mean, you can pick up the phone call. Sneaky, <laughs> very sneaky. Hey, 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 you're an Oscar winner. You can possibly, you know, pick up the phone and get get a, you know get a call to Jack Nicholson. Oh, easily. TV, yeah, he anybody or, on the phone Jody right now. Fa Jody Foster, or Sandra Bullock, or Denzel Washington. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When you start, yeah, when you start to get those type of accolades. Like you know, it's equivalent to being a Hall of Famer. You can pick up the phone and call an MJ. You know, I mean, you can call. You MJ know, does not want to take your call. MJ does uh, not want to take your call. Kobe Bryant. You know, what I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know. You if know, you, if you got, you got, Le, you got, Le, you got LeBron's you know, number right now. You got LeBron's number in your cell phone. You got LeBron's number in your cell phone. I have a direct access to him if I need it. I bet you can't That's call him right now. I bet you can't if call I, him. If right I now. need it right now, within I, 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 I bet you I can call him right now. I bet you I can call him right now. No, you can't call you him. You don't have his number. I'll FaceTime him right now. No, you, you ain't finished. Man, let me tell you something. You don't I'm have a face, I'll FaceTime, bro. We from the, we from Cleveland, Ohio. We go way back. We go man, back 20 years, B. Whatever, man. Probably you ain't part years. of that. You ain't, okay. I ain't, man, right, I ain't you know saw what? you hashtag kid from Akron. I ain't saw I'm not, you none of that. I'm not, no, I'm not I from Akron. From you, Cleveland. Man, it's I Cleveland, Akron. I, I haven't seen you do any of that. None of that. You don't have to. That's how I roll. I, I roll oh, under the radar, you young. Ohio because LeBron. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I, I've been claiming Sealand in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Cleveland. Oh, Ohio, now you want to claim Ohio? The OHTN. That's how we get it in. Man, you bought like the city of Cleveland some years ago. Y'all were riding with him when he was we, there. We riding right now. Jumpship, we we riding right now. With him. I I'm not a Cavs fan. I could be because I was a Bulls fan, but I, yes, I am from Cleveland, Ohio. And I, I got it. you. I got you. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, thank you. Okay, thank you, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, for checking out the show today. Get your popcorn ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and check us out on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. No doubt. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, to check out the video uh, of the show, uh, youtube.com slash Terrell Owens. Yep. You're trying to find us on our social Social media. My Instagram is Matthew Hatchet and my Twitter is Hatch89. And you can find me definitely. You know I mean, just look for my face. You know I mean, it's just like in a dictionary. You know, you look up handsome, you're going to see me. But for all those that are listening right now, <laughs> if you want to find me on all my social media handles, just check me out at Terrell Owens. Peace. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Peace.